Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Wednesday, November 16th. U.S. equities finished lower in choppy action amid a full slate of economic reports, including the import price index, which fell at a slower pace than expected to complete October's inflation picture. In other economic news, retail sales rose at a faster rate than anticipated. The Federal Reserve's report on industrial production and capacity utilization marked an unexpected decline for both, and business inventories rose less than predicted. Housing data was also in focus as the NAHB housing market index indicated home builder sentiment dropped more than expected and to a fresh post-pandemic low. While mortgage applications were up for the first time in eight weeks. Earnings reports offered varied results as Target missed earnings expectations and delivered disappointing guidance, while Lowe's posted a positive earnings surprise and raised its full-year outlook. In other equity news, shares of Discover Financial rose after the company announced that it would resume its share repurchase program. Treasury yields were lower, the U.S. dollar declined slightly, and crude oil prices fell, while gold gained modest ground. European stocks were lower following a host of inflation data in the region, and as geopolitical tensions surrounding the war in Ukraine continued to put a damper on sentiment. Asian stocks ended the day lower in a quiet trading session, as markets in mainland China and Hong Kong were unable to continue a recent rally. The Dow Jones Industrial Average shed 39 points, or 0.1%, to 33,554. The S&P 500 Index was down 33 points, or 0.8%, to 3,959. And the Nasdaq Composite decreased 175 points, or 1.5%, to 11,184. In moderate volume, 4.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $1.33 to $85.59 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased $2 to $1,778.80 per ounce, and the dollar index fell 0.2% to 106.21. In equity news on Wednesday, Target Corporation, ticker symbol TGT, reported adjusted third quarter earnings per share of $1.54, noticeably below the $2.16 faxed estimate, as total revenues were up 3.3% year-over-year to $26.52 billion, above the anticipated $26.40 billion. Brian Cornell, chairman and chief executive officer, noted that while the department store chain recognized unit share gains across all its core merchandise categories, quote, in the latter weeks of the quarter, sales and profit trends softened meaningfully, with guests' shopping behavior increasingly impacted by inflation, rising interest rates, and economic uncertainty, end quote. He went on to discuss that while Target is ready to deliver exceptional value for its customers this holiday season with the help of recent inventory actions, the company must plan the balance of the year more conservatively due to the rapidly evolving consumer environment. Based on softening sales and profit trends, the company gave fourth quarter guidance of low single-digit comparable sales declines and an operating margin outlook that came in below expectations. Shares of Target were over 10% lower.
Lowe's companies, ticker symbol LOW, reported adjusted third quarter earnings per share of $3.27, above the $3.09 faxed estimate, as net sales were up 2.4% year-over-year to $23.48 billion versus the expected $23.12 billion. Comparable sales were up 2.2%, while forecasts called for it to rise 0.8%, and U.S. comparable sales increased 3%. A home improvement retail company discussed how it was able to make a substantial improvement in adjusted operating margin through disciplined execution and cost management. Those companies raised its full-year guidance. Shares gained ground. Shares of Discover Financial Services, ticker symbol DFS, rose after the company announced that it would resume its existing share repurchase program that authorizes up to $4.2 billion in share buybacks through the end of July of 2023. The program was initially suspended due to an investigation related to its student loan servicing practices and related compliance matters. Third quarter earnings season is in the last innings, with several high-profile retailers set to add the finishing touches. Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her article titled Disappearing Act Earnings, how earnings weakness is starting to materialize across a broader swath of industries, with hits coming from a strong dollar, weaker demand, and aggressive monetary policy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his article titled The End of Earnings Growth, how the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop, And you can read all of our market commentary on our insights and education page. And you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Wednesday, advanced retail sales for October were up 1.3% month-over-month, above the Bloomberg consensus forecast of a 1% increase, and compared to September's unrevised flat rating. Last month's sales ex-autos rose 1.3% higher month-over-month compared to expectations of a 0.4% growth rate and as September's figure remained at the previously reported 0.1% gain. Sales ex-autos and gas were up 0.9% month-over-month above estimates of a 0.2% rise and compared to September's upwardly adjusted 0.6% growth rate. The control group, a figure used to calculate GDP, came in 0.7% higher month-over-month versus projections of a 0.3% gain and following the prior month's favorably revised 0.6% reading. The import price index fell by 0.2% for October versus estimates of a 0.4% drop and compared to the prior month's positively revised 1.1% decrease, Versus last year, prices were up by 4.2%, lower than September's unrevised 6% rise. 
The Federal Reserve's report on industrial production showed an unexpected 0.1% month-over-month decline in October, compared to estimates of a slight 0.2% increase, and versus September's downwardly revised 0.1% rise. Manufacturing output was 0.1% higher, mining output decreased 0.4%, and utilities consumption fell 1.5%. Capacity utilization unexpectedly declined to 79.9% versus estimates of a rise to 80.4% from the prior month's downwardly revised 80.1% rate. Capacity utilization was 2.1 percentage points above its long-run average. The National Association of Home Builders, or NAHB Housing Market Index, showed home builder sentiment in November fell more than expected. The index dropped to 33 from October's unrevised 38 level and below the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a decline to 36. This was the fourth straight month that home builder sentiment was below 50, which suggests poor conditions after falling for 11 straight months. The declines have come amid the backdrop of rising interest rates and elevated home prices, which have caused affordability to plunge as well as persistent materials and labor costs. The MBA Mortgage Application Index rose 2.7% last week following the prior week's 0.1% decline. The index increased for the first time in eight weeks as a 1.6% drop in the refinance index was more than offset by a 4.4% increase for the purchase index. The increase came as the average 30-year mortgage rate went down by 24 basis points to 6.9%, but is up 374 basis points versus a year ago. And business inventories rose 0.4% month-over-month in September, below forecasts calling for a 0.5% increase after August's downwardly revised 0.9% advance. Treasury yields were lower, with the yield on the two-year note declining a basis point to 4.35%. The yield on the 10-year note was down 12 basis points to 3.68%, and the 30-year bond rate fell 14 basis points to 3.85%. Market volatility has continued this week as the rest of the October inflation picture was revealed following last week's rally amid the release of consumer price inflation data. Lizanne discusses in her latest article titled Swing Swing Wild Week how a better-than-expected October CPI report provided some relief and support for equities, but investors should be wary of low-quality leadership and, to some extent, crypto stress. Inflation has been the driving factor behind the aggressive monetary policy from the Federal Reserve, Elevated bond yields and this year's rise in the U.S. dollar have fostered the choppiness in the markets. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses the bond and currency markets in her article titled, Markets to Fed, Slow Down, You Move Too Fast, noting how if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening, but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. Additionally, as noted in the latest Schwab market perspective titled Stress Cracks, as the Federal Reserve continues to ratchet up the pressure with higher interest rates, cracks are beginning to appear beneath the surface of the U.S. economy. 
Tomorrow's economic calendar will also be active, beginning with initial jobless claims for the week ended November 12th, forecasted to show 223,000 first-time unemployment applications were filed. More housing data is on deck, with housing starts expected to have declined 0.6% month-over-month during October to an annual rate of 1,418,000 units, and building permits to have fallen 3.3% month-over-month to an annual rate of 1,512,000 units. The Philadelphia Fed Manufacturing Activity Index will also be on the docket, expected to improve to a level of negative 6.2 this month from the negative 8.0 posted in October, as well as the Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Index, estimated to remain at October's negative 7.0 level, with both remaining in contraction territory, as denoted by a reading below zero. In international news on Wednesday, stocks in Europe traded lower as investors digested a host of inflation data. The markets reacted to recent cooler-than-expected inflation data out of the U.S. as curbing inflationary pressures remain a top priority. In the U.K., the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, and Core CPI, which excludes food and energy, rose more than expected, both month-over-month and year-over-year. The headline CPI increased 2% month-over-month in October, above expectations and versus last month's 0.5% growth rate. The nation's Producer Price Index, or PPI, was higher than anticipated versus a year ago, but went up less than predicted on a month-over-month basis. The UK's Retail Price Index was also higher than predicted. In Italy, CPI data showed that consumer prices rose, but at a slower pace than expected. The British pound and the euro were higher versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. declined. The relentless rise in prices has been a key driver in the aggressive monetary actions across the globe. Policy moves by the Fed and Bank of England came after October's decision by the European Central Bank to raise its benchmark interest rate for a second time. However, Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his latest article titled Central Banks Stepping Down. Central banks seem to be stepping down from aggressive rate hikes, and this could lead to a year-end Santa pause rally for stocks. Mounting inflation worries have also added to the market uneasiness while being exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. The region grappled with further geopolitical tensions after a Russia-produced missile landed in NATO member Poland, killing two people who lived near the border. NATO ambassadors are holding an emergency meeting, but it is unclear who fired the missile. The UK FTSE 100 index declined 0.3%. France's CAC 40 index was down 0.5%. Germany's DAX index fell 1%. Italy's FTSE MIB index lost 0.7%, Spain's IBEX 35 index dropped 1.1%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.8% lower. Stocks in Asia were mixed in a quiet session, with several countries in the region trading near the flat line. Mainland Chinese and Hong Kong stocks paused their recent rally that came as China made some moves to ease COVID restrictions and support its economy, which has led to some optimistic sentiment and boosted property and tech stocks in the region. 
Speculation regarding an end to the nation's lockdown policy has fostered a large amount of interest as the country continues to try to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. Sentiment in the region was also dampened by some rising geopolitical tensions after a missile struck Polish territory near the Ukrainian border. Asia markets continued to focus on last week's cooler-than-expected U.S. consumer price inflation report, which may have eased some of the anxiety over how aggressive the Fed, as well as central banks around the globe, will need to be going forward. A number of recent global central banks have tightened monetary policy, led by the 75 basis point rate hike out of the U.S., which was joined by the Reserve Bank of Australia's decision to raise interest rates by 25 basis points for a second straight meeting, along with further forceful moves from the Bank of England and European Central Bank. Earlier this week, the Reserve Bank of Australia released the minutes from its November meeting in which members gave arguments in favor of either a 25 basis point or 50 basis point rate hike this month. While they did not rule out returning to larger increases, the medium-term inflation expectations did remain consistent with inflation returning to target, and members said they saw value in tightening in a consistent manner. In economic news, Japan's tertiary industry activity index, an important indicator of economic health that measures the change in total value of services purchased by businesses across the country, unexpectedly declined month over month. Out of Australia, third quarter wages increased slightly more than expected both quarter over quarter and year over year, while the nation's leading index declined slightly. Japan's Nikkei 225 index nudged 0.1% higher, with the yen gaining some ground versus the U.S. dollar. The Hong Kong Hang Seng index and China's Shanghai Composite index declined 0.5%. India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index increased 0.1%, while South Korea's Kospi index went down 0.1%, and Australia's S&P ASX 200 index lost 0.3%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will be far less busy, with Australia offering employment figures and the Eurozone posting CPI data.